G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. This podcast is made available by Vision Christian Media, thanks to the generosity of our supporters. Your donation today means great podcasts like this remain available to help people look to God daily. Please make your donation to Visionathon today at vision.org.au. Our mistakes, our slip-ups, our sins, they catch up with us. Today, Pastor Greg Laurie points out God's grace is bigger than our sin. Do you feel like, man, I've just messed up so many times. I've fallen back into the same sins over and over again. It's too late for me. You know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, first of all, you're not a dog. And these are not tricks. God can change any person, even if they've messed up many, many times. This is the day when the lost are found. classic children's toy, the Etch-A-Sketch, has been entertaining kids for generations. You can draw picture after picture as complicated as you want, and if you mess up, you just give it a shake and start again. Today on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie says, no matter how messed up your life is, God offers you the chance to turn your life right side up and start over. Shaking is optional. We'll see a case in point from our studies in the Gospel of John. Here in our series that we're calling Life Studies in the Gospel of John, we're now following Christ to the cross. But we sort of go over to the side for a moment, a sidebar story, if you will, as we look at how Simon Peter reacted to all the events that were happening, resulting in his full-blown denial. So if you feel as though you've let God down, I think you're gonna find this a hopeful message. Because this is not only a story of how a guy fell, but it's also a story of how he was restored. And if you've fallen away from the Lord in some way, shape, or form, I'll give you an opportunity at the end of this message to make a recommitment to him. But let's get the backdrop here of what's going on, and then we'll look at our text together. So of course, Jesus has had the Last Supper in the upper room with the disciples, and uh, he's washed their feet. Uh, really as the great servant he was. And now he's getting ready to go and die for the sin of the world. And uh, But before that, he has a conversation with Simon Peter. So let's start with Luke, and then we'll make our way over to John. So go to Luke 22 first. And let's look at verse 31. So here's what Jesus says to Peter. Simon, Simon, Satan is asked to sift you as wheat. But I have pleaded in prayer for you, Simon, that your faith would not fail. So when you have repented and turned to me again, you might underline turn to me again, strengthen your brothers. Peter said, Lord, I'm ready to go to prison with you, even to die with you. 
Jesus said, Peter, let me tell you something. Before the rooster crows tomorrow morning, you will deny three times that you even knew me. So what are the steps that led to Peter's backslide? Step number one to Peter's fall. Self-confidence. By the way, in Matthew's gospel, talking about the same topic, finds Peter saying, even if all are made to stumble, I will never be made to stumble. You know, the Bible says pride goes before a fall. And it's the person that says, I will never fall, that often falls. And here's Peter being prideful. And this was a big mistake. And that brings us to the next thing that he did that resulted in him falling. Number two, prayerlessness. Come now to verse 39 of Luke 22. Coming out, he went to the Mount of Olives as he was accustomed, and his disciples followed him. When he had come to this place, he said, pray that you may not enter into temptation. And when he was withdrawn from them about a stone's throw, he knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, if it's your will, take this cup from me. And nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. And when he rose from the prayer, he came to his disciples. That would be Peter, James, and John. He found them sleeping from sorrow. And he said, why do you sleep? Rise and pray, lest you enter into temptation. So it was prayerlessness. Now we shift over to John chapter 18 and see what else happened to Peter. Go over to John 18. Now we read in verse 15. Simon Peter, by the way, I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Simon Peter followed Jesus, as did another of the disciples. The other disciple was associated with the high priest, so he was allowed to enter the high priest's courtyard with Jesus. It's assumed uh, that this other disciple is John, the author of this gospel. And John often referred to himself in this way, uh, the disciple whom Jesus loved. He wouldn't use his own name. Uh, Peter had to stay outside the gate. The verse continues on to say, then the disciple, presumably John, who knew the high priest, spoke to the woman watching at the gate, and she let Peter in. Now look at this. <laughs> the woman asked Peter, you're not one of that man's disciples, are you? No, I am not, said Peter. Because it was cold, the household servants and the guards had made a charcoal fire. They stood around it, warming themselves, and Peter stood with them, warming himself. Here's Peter's third step down. Step number one, self-confidence. Step number two, prayerlessness. Step number three, keeping his distance from Jesus. Keeping his distance from Jesus. Look at verse 15. Simon Peter followed Jesus. You go, well, wait. It says he followed Jesus. Isn't that Good, yeah, it's good, but Luke gives us a detail that's important. He says, he followed at a distance, you see. Oh, yes, he was following, but at a distance. Not as closely as he should have been. Now we come to his fourth step down. Verse 18, he was warming himself at the enemy's fire. Warming himself at the enemy's fire. Verse 18, they stood around this fire, made out of charcoal, warming themselves and Peter stood with him, warming himself. Now, he hoped to go unnoticed in the larger crowd and warm himself at the fire. He was already following at a distance. He was just a train wreck waiting to happen. Now, we want to give him some credit. He was around. The others were nowhere to be seen. But at least Peter's there. But, but you know, he, he's already compromising because here's the problem. He was at the wrong place with the wrong people, and now he's going to do the wrong thing. 
right? This isn't rocket science, people. You know, I talk to people that struggle with different things. I mean, I struggle with, with porn. I struggle with gambling. I struggle with drugs. I struggle with alcohol. Okay, well, I didn't see you at church last Thursday night. Where were you? In a bar gambling and looking at porn. Yeah, you're an idiot. <laughs> really? Seriously? You hang around with the wrong people and the wrong places and you're shocked when you go and do the wrong thing? You're just setting yourself up. And that's what Peter was doing. Change the people you hang around with. Change the places that you go to. I mean, realistically, he shouldn't have been in this place. Thanks for joining us for A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie, Senior Pastor of Harvest Christian Fellowship in Riverside, California. Today, Pastor Greg is helping us recognize the steps that led to Peter's spiritual fall. We're considering how backsliding happens and how we can avoid it. Let's continue. Now his fifth step down. The first denial. Verse 17. One of them says, you're not one of that man's disciples, are you? He says, no, I am not. Then you would have thought, wait, wait, deja vu. Didn't Jesus talk about this? <laughs> Maybe I should get out of here. Why didn't he run? Why didn't he run? Ready for it? Sin makes you stupid. Peter should have got out of there. He should have run. But sin is blinding him despite the fact that Jesus predicted this very thing. Now look at the sixth step down. Verse 25. And as Peter was standing by the fire warming himself, they asked him again, you're not one of his disciples, are you? He denied it, saying, no, I am not. But one of the household slaves of the high priest, watch this now, a relative of the man whose ear Peter had cut off, said, didn't I see you out there in the olive grove with Jesus? Peter denied it. And immediately, a rooster crowed. Okay, put all three Gospels together. There's another denial in the middle of all of this. Okay, so it was three denials in total. And now Matthew's Gospel gives us a very important detail. It says, Peter began to curse and swear. What does that mean? It doesn't mean Peter used profanity. Nor does it mean that he swore like a sailor, though technically he was one. <laughs> Here's what he was saying. I swear to God... I take an oath before God himself, I never knew Jesus. Wow, really? Do you have to go that far? And by the way, that's clearly taking the Lord's name in vain when you say something like that. So he took an oath that he never knew Jesus and then the rooster crows again. And if that wasn't bad enough, according to Luke, at that very moment, after the third denial, after taking an oath, I never knew Jesus, Jesus was led outside of the house of Caiaphas and he made eye contact with Peter. And Peter remembered the word of the Lord that he had said, before the rooster crows, you'll deny me three times. And Peter went out and wept bitterly. Wow, what a moment. Jesus looked right through him. How do you think that went down? Do you think Jesus rolled his eyes like, oh, seriously? Do you think he looked at him with anger and scorn? No, I don't think so. I think he looked at him with love. Like, not an I told you so, but a little bit of an I told you so. You know, not like I told you so, but hey buddy, I told you. Right, remember, I told you. But just remember everything I told you. I said, when you have returned, you'll strengthen your brothers. I think he looked at him with love. I think Peter was broken hearted. 
Of course, then Jesus is taken to the cross and he's crucified. Then he rises again three days later. And the message goes out from the risen Lord. And what is that message? Go tell the disciples and who? And Peter. He's risen. The reason he was singled out was, well, he just needed some extra encouragement. Do you need that right now? Do you feel like as, as though, man, I've just messed up so many times. I've fallen back into the same sins over and over again. It's too late for me. You know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, first of all, you're not a dog. <laughs> and these are not tricks. God can change any person, even if they've messed up many, many times. Did Peter fail? Yes, he did. Did he deny the Lord? Again, yes. Was he still a believer? You better believe it. Because Jesus said, when you are converted or when you've returned, you'll strengthen your brothers. His setback was temporary and Peter would be back and he would be able to use his failure as a way to encourage others who had also failed because he could tell people that there is a God who gives second chances. Maybe you have fallen spiritually, maybe quite expectedly. Uh, you're like that lady in that commercial. I've fallen and I can't get up. I'm not making fun of her, by the way, though I think she's an actress. But um, I'm not making fun of anyone who falls and can't get up. But maybe you feel that way spiritually. You know, I've fallen and I can't get up. Well, you can't get up on your own, but God can pull you up. God says, I love you and I, I want to have a relationship with you. And this is exactly why Jesus was going to the cross, to die in our place and to bear all of our sins as he shed his blood for us and to rise again from the dead so we can have this relationship with God. Going back to the Garden of Eden where our first parents sinned, that big wall went up that separates us from God, but now the wall is torn down through the death of Jesus, so I can know God, but it's only through Jesus I can know God. And he calls me to himself. So we're gonna close now in a prayer in a moment. And I'm gonna extend an invitation to someone here tonight who maybe is here at church for the first time, or you've been here before, but this is all starting to make sense to you, and you want Jesus. This can be your moment right now. You say, well, I have some questions, and yeah, it's fine. But you know what? I believe if you will come to Jesus, so many of those questions will be answered. Maybe not every single one, but a lot of them will be. The big ones will be resolved. You'll find what you're looking for. So it's not like get all these things together, then come to Jesus. No, it's like this. Come to Jesus, and he'll help you work all those things out. Just come to him with as much faith as you have. But one final thing. There might be someone here that maybe even raised in the church. Hey, maybe you've been raised in this church. You knew me when I had hair, which is a long time ago. <laughs> and you, you know, you've heard these things before, but if you're really honest with yourself, you'd say, I've backslidden. It wasn't overnight, but it was over time. It's time to come home to your Father who loves you, and He'll forgive you just as surely as He forgave Simon Peter. Let's all pray. Father, thank You for loving us so much that You sent Jesus to die on the cross in our place. And thank you, Jesus, for coming and making that great sacrifice. And then rising again. And now you're here with us in this place, ready to come into the heart of any person who calls out to you. I pray that your Holy Spirit will convince those that don't know you of their need for you. We commit them to you now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
Pastor Greg Laurie with an important closing prayer. And if today's message has inspired you to want to make a change in your relationship with the Lord, Pastor Greg can walk you through that right now. Let me close with this thought. Would you like to know that you will go to heaven when you die? Would you like to fill that big hole deep inside of you? Listen, it's about a relationship with God. And here's the good news. God loved you so much that 2,000 years ago, he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for your sins and then to rise again from the dead. And now Jesus, who died and rose, is standing at the door of your life and he is knocking. And he says, if you'll hear my voice and open the door, I'll come in. Would you like Jesus Christ to come into your life? Would you like your sin forgiven? Would you like to fill the hole in your soul? Would you like to go to heaven when you die? If so, just stop what you're doing and pray this prayer with me. You can pray it out loud if you like. You can pray it in the quietness of your heart if you choose, but pray this prayer. This is a prayer of asking Jesus Christ to come into your life. Pray these words. Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner but I know that you're the Savior who died on the cross for my sin and rose again from the dead. I turn from that sin now, and I choose to follow you from this moment forward. Thank you for hearing this prayer and answering this prayer. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Hey, did you just pray that prayer? If so, I want to congratulate you and be the first to say, welcome to the family of God. That's right. You have a whole new life in front of you now. And to help you begin living this new life, we'd like to send you some free follow-up resources called our New Believers Growth Packet. It'll help you get started in living your life for the Lord. Can we send it to you? Just ask for the New Believers Growth Packet when you call 1-800-PRAY-FOR-ME. That's 1-800-772-936, and the team would love to pray with you too. Call 1-800-772-936 today. Next time on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg gives us a close look at the role Pontius Pilate played in the trial of Jesus, a fascinating insight from the Gospel of John. Today's message from Pastor Greg Laurie was called How to Never Stumble or Fall. If you'd like to listen again, just download the free Vision Christian Media app where it's available as a podcast. Or for a copy on CD, contact Vision Christian Store on 1-800-00-5011 or visionstore.org.au. Station sponsor. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.